So I'm here with Jane Beaumont, uh, an advisor, a member of the Advisory Board Centre, but uh, an experienced um, professional on advisory boards. So welcome, Jane. Thank you, Louise. My pleasure. Um, it's great to um, have this time with you to share your advisory board insights. But first of all, love to hear more about your story. I come from a corporate background um, and specialised almost in one sector over my career, albeit early days I did other things. But in, in the main part of my career, I was involved in recruitment and in the ancillary services around that to do with leadership management, corporate management change structures, um, a number of different things ar around corporate consultancy and worked with a number of American companies along the way, which was which very good for me because I got to work up to very senior levels on a global scale. And then came back to working with Australian-based uh, corporates and uh, taking on board roles and CEO roles um, within the governance structure. So publicly listed companies, did that for a number of years and uh, most latterly worked in a, in a publicly listed company as a CEO through the very challenging uh, 2008 period um, and that took me through until 2013 when I made the decision to opt out of a full-time exec role and uh, opt into just having a life of working and balanced with a lot of leisure and retirement or semi-retirement it really is but now i do advisory board work which i thoroughly enjoy and use the skills that i developed over a number of years in the executive and the corporate world to work with some smaller corporations and to to really get into the nitty-gritty of their businesses and help them to achieve their goals and and to get to a point where they can either exit or they can realise some really good returns from their businesses. Jane, you've been involved in advisory boards now for, for quite a few years. Yes. What's that experience been like for you personally? It, it's, been a, it, it's been really interesting and enjoyable. Um, it, it, the, the world's certainly different with advisory board to, to governance board. What I like most about it is being able to really get into the nitty-gritty of the business and, and to focus on the, the real problems and the challenges within the business um, and to really get to know the CEOs and in, in some businesses there, there are founding partners. So to really get to know them at that level and to work very closely with them around what the, the problems and challenges are. I think in, in the world of, of corporate governance and, and, and the governance boards, you don't get to that level working with the executive teams it just doesn't you, you don't have that opportunity it's not the same um, and it's the satisfaction from being able to build that trust being able to build that open relationship and to really help them to lift the business to another level and there's a huge amount of personal satisfaction that comes from that doesn't mean there aren't challenges though um, to deal with as well and, and I guess one of the most interesting ones I found in, in the switch from being in corporate to, to working with advisory boards um, is that you, you, they, they, don't, they don't necessarily always respond when you might want them to. Um, you know, there, there are smaller companies, they can be very stretched at times, working with a number of, of different challenges internally. And as a result, um, you know, they, they sometimes 
put you on the back burner if they've got a problem that needs to be dealt with right now. And you do have to get used to that and working in with the day-to-day -day challenges of the business. And that's just a little bit different. It's a different dynamic, isn't it, when, you, when you've got a it is. business owner who's got every, all this, the skin in the game and they're working hard and you've got to just kind of fit in with it at times. Sometimes you just have to back back a little bit um, and, and then pick things up, uh, um, you know, a week later or, or, you know, a day or two later when you've gotten over that hurdle. So a good example was last week. Um, we had a scheduled meeting for Friday um, and a, a significant business opportunity had come along. Um, there was a deadline for them. So it, I, my immediate reaction was, you just deal with your deadline and what you need to do in the business. We'll get together early next week when it suits and, and we'll work around what your priorities are at the moment. And that's just the way it is. And it has to be when you're dealing with smaller companies. Typically, the ones I work with are in the space 10 million to, say, 30 million. And, um, you know, they, they're really focused on, on what's going on in the business. They want to be able to work openly with you, which is fantastic, but you've just got to be able to have the sort of ability that understands what's going on and you can, you can push and pull around that um, as necessary and you've got to be able to flex with them. And um, Jane, what tips do you provide business owners who may be thinking about an advisory board or getting more value from their existing advisory board? I've had a few discussions with different organisations about uh, looking at advisory boards and I think that when they're uh, at a certain stage or if they've got a certain, uh, a major business challenge or problem, it might be an expansion, it might be going into a new market. Um, it also may be, and we know a lot of advisory boards do this, where the, the owners are looking for a way to exit down the track. It's how do they tackle that? How do they go about it? How do they actually make sure that their business is, is in the best possible position? So it, the advice that I give them is, is that by engaging experts or not, well, if that's a different thing, I guess, but by engaging those that are experienced in the advisory board space, they can work with them to take them on that journey so that they're in a position to be able to, to maximize what it is they're looking to achieve. They need to be able to look to advisors or a chair who has the right business experience, but that they can get so much from that if they can be open, they can be trusting, and they can build the right relationship. And it's about being able to really, really take them on a journey of understanding what an advisory board's about. It's not just a matter of having one conversation with them. Um, the, late, the latest organisation that I've taken on this journey, we started two years ago talking about this when they'd gotten to the end of their second year. And we said, well, let's look at it at three years, but it's actually been at the four-year hurdle that we've actually now got this into place. We're just looking at the second advisor now, ready to kick off in the beginning of the year. Um, and it's, it's been a real journey to get them to that point. And there's, a, there's another organisation I'm working on the same, same sort of path to get them to that point where they really do understand we are ready for it because they have to be mentally ready for that. They have to be able to give it the time. They have to feel that they can trust and that they're, they're really prepared to sit down and work with these people to let them really, really help take them to where they need to get to. It's a very genuine relationship, isn't it? If, oh, if tremendously. Then it 
you can't, you're not let in. So you mm. can't make an impact. Exactly. You, you've got to be able to build that, that trust. There's got to be some really good dialogue there, some really good communication about it. Yeah. Jane, what tips would you provide advisors? I think that advisors have to be open. They've got to give the time. Um, it, it's not just about being there on the day of a, of a meeting. Um, it's about being able to understand the business, to, to really get into to getting to grips with the organisation and then being willing to think through, talk through the problems and challenges that the business has um, and being able to reach out outside of that to other people if necessary, because we don't know it all either. Um, so if, if there's a particular problem or a particular issue, it's about being able to say, well, how can I help and how, how else can I get out into the market to find what they may need um, and to then be able to put those people in touch with the organisation. We're there to really help open up the ideas for the business and to take them on that journey. But we don't have all the answers ourselves and we have to be able to understand that. And it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure being a champion for somebody else in the market too. You've got to really believe in the business that you're supporting. Oh, no question. Absolutely. Uh, Jane, thank you so much for, uh, for taking the time to share your insights and I look forward to continuing to support you in your advisory board journey yourself. Thank you, Louise. My pleasure. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye for now. Okay, bye.